Back with the... The crowd won't stop. The, oh, they did. The, um, I didn't even know that had an end. The quarterly, <laughs> our, our uh, quarterly podcast. The quarterly review. We're only going to do a podcast four times a year, yep. and each episode's only going to be an hour. Yep. <laughs> four hours of us for one year. Well, the Americans are all quarterly. <laughs> one, two, three. I feel like I'm not very loud. Our stock is way down, that's for sure. Uh, like like Amazon. You see where they dropped? Did Amazon dropped. Yeah, they lost. They... they Posted the fir- a loss for the first time in like so many years. So yeah, and the stock Jeez, dropped. Jeez, everybody's like just getting out. Yeah, Jeff Bezos went from number one to number three because of it. Oh wow! Yep, really? Yep. Not even a not even a turd. He's whatever's out. He's a turd in a. Is who's one? Musk is he up? But is he back at one? Uh, I have no idea. That fucking dude and the whole like everybody losing their minds because he's buying Twitter. And I'm just like, Twitter already sucked. And like now he's gonna make it suck even more. It's just because become... I, I heard a lot of people were excited that he bought Twitter. Like oh, yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't gonna. Put... If you're a fucking right wing nutbag, oh because, really? Because it's gonna be uncensored and people are gonna be able to say what they want. And oh I'm yeah. like, it, it, dude, it, it's already rumored that he may let people like Trump back on there. So you damn well know it's gonna become a cesspool of fucking hate <laughs> and God knows what else. Uh, it's already like I mean Tesla's fucking stock dropped because he bought Twitter and they oh. realized that like ooh this might be a problem and Twitter's losing users. Uh, it's. I think at the end of the day, Twitter's going to end up being a shithole. I like a- how everybody is all of a sudden just unplugging. You know what I mean? Like Netflix, Amazon. You know, people are just like, I'm fucking done with all this. Well, shit. they didn't unplug from Amazon. Amazon's uh, loss came from a, a bad business. business oh, decision. really? Oh, I, th- I thought in- maybe there was a bunch of unsubscribers. Uh, no, no. Amazon's a bullshit company because they they raised their prices recently on their Prime subscriptions. Which this completely explains why. They probably saw the loss coming and were like, oh, we got to make up for it. Has nothing to do with the fact that people are still just buying shit left and right. But across the board, that's the way it is. Uh, all these companies are like, well, we got to raise prices because like shipping's more expensive and this is more expensive and all that. By the way, we're not going to mention to you that that didn't all happen until this quarter. But last quarter, we were already having record profits. We're raising our prices just because we want to be assholes. That's it. All of them. Even fucking Amazon. Fuck them all. It's like, it's, and what do we do? We can't, people are like, well, we need to fight back. How? <laughs> not buy their shit? That's what I'm like confused by. Uh, what yeah. are we supposed to do? Yeah. Not buy their stuff? Yeah. People are like, I hate Walmart. Okay, well, then where are you going to shop? Yeah. And now, I did make the point the other day that if we all shopped at mom and pop shops, their prices would eventually come down and, and be able to equal places like Walmart. But I mean, you're never going to get there because I'm sorry if Doritos cost me $3.97 at Walmart and cost me $5.97 at mom and pop shop. Going to Walmart. I'm just that's it. That's it. I period. told you. I told you this cast was going to take left turns. Yeah. This wasn't even on the docket. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We just started hot Amazon talk. Yeah, hot Amazon talk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just want to tell a quick story about a about a, a raid I saw that was about to go down uh, yesterday morning. Uh, so I get up early and I I go on my morning walks and I go around the neighborhood and there's a pretty big church up the street from me. And as I'm coming around the corner walking by the church, I uh, I noticed there's like five cop cars in the church and like a white surveillance van. And the only reason I knew it was surveillance van because I had the door open. I could see all the monitors oh, in it. So when you said this happened in Burlingame, I was thinking Burlingame, Kansas. You mean oh, on Burlingame sorry. Road. I should have been more specific. Burlingame Road. So this is over Road, by your by house yeah. in your neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, so you're like, damn, motherfucker, you walked to Burlingame in the <laughs> I was really confused. I was like, well, he's walking. Why is it 2 a.m.? I was supposed to be like, you got relatives there or something hanging out? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, I should have been more specific. But No, I should have just been less dumb. So so anyway, so I, as I'm walking down the road, I'm, you know, I'm turkey neck and I'm, I'm looking at it by the way you know i have friends tease me saying oh yeah you're going on your old man walks in the morning because that's what they are but the old man <laughs> walks have turned me into like a nosy old man no, like, i have I'm- a question for you <laughs> i know back in the day i know the i knew the answer to this but do you, do you listen to music when you go on these walks i listen to podcasts do you have big headphones on or no just- no I have, a, I have an earbud i know at one point like back in the day you could you didn't like the earbuds 
So you were wearing the big headphones, and like in my head, I always imagined that you were running down the road with like some 1970s giant <laughs> like the headphones. ones with the antennas out. Yes, my grandpa <laughs> yeah. used to have those. He would get up early in the mornings and and do the walks. He had the, like the little um, the he had the ski things in his hands. So he uh-huh. exercised his arms too. He didn't, you know, he just walked wearing his Reeboks. Yeah, and he, he wore like a <laughs> with he wore, Velcro. Yes, and he wore headband. He wore like a, I mean, he was like classic 80s grandpa, and, yeah. you know, and and he and he had the big giant radio headphone things. On. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but so I so I see all these cop cars and I see the surveillance van. I'm like, man, what is going on? I get to the corner on Burlingame and Burlingame is a pretty busy street. And I look to my right and there is a line of SUVs, black SUVs, like, like four of them taking a left into the church and right in front of them is like a giant tactical Humvee. And I'm like, what are these guys raiding the fucking cartel? What is going uh-huh. on? And and so, of course, me, I'm like turkey necking. I'm like looking over. I'm like crossing, bur- like busy ass, bur- well, it's 5.30 in the morning, so it's not that busy. But, <laughs> but you know, but, but you know, I'm across the street and then I stand across the street and I got like, I got like my hands on my waist, you know, and I'm like looking like, what is going on? And then I see a guy jump out of an SUV and throw a vest on. So immediately, you know, I go home, I shower, I get to work. Immediately when I get to work, I'm on WIBW, the local news station. I'm on there looking at like scrolling through like, what's going on? What's going on? I couldn't find it. So then I got on Topeka Police Scanner and I found it and they were raiding someone just a few blocks, uh, just a few, a few blocks south of that. But they never said what the raid was for. But I was like, when they showed the house, I was thinking to myself, you needed that many guys to raid. I mean, you had enough guys to raid a like a Scarface compound, man. It was crazy. I that I don't understand. You said it was a few blocks down. Yeah. I see, and that's where I've never understood what they're doing because like in Oakland one time I was coming to go pick up my kids. I would say well, I would actually say more than a few blocks. Uh, about maybe about 5. But either five, way, 5 blocks if you take like a left and go down. I, a few I was ways. going I was going down the, to my mom's and I was coming down River Road and the way River Road is folks, it comes down around this curve and then it ends right next to a bridge and you come to a stop sign and then there's a park on the left side of the bridge and all that stuff. And there's a cop walking back and forth, and he's got like a fucking like rifle with him. And I'm like, that's not, you know, that's not normal. Like a sniper rifle? No, no, like a fucking automatic rifle or some shit. Like it wasn't a sniper rifle, but it was definitely a rifle of some sort. And uh, I'm like, semi op bolt? Yeah, maybe. I don't know shit about I don't know. I just made that up. I don't know. It sounded right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, now I'm always confused when people talk about guns and they're like, it's a blah, 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 ot. Then I'm like, what the fuck is an ot? Uh, but, anyways, uh, I go a little bit further, and there's more cops everywhere and all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, you find out there's some guy barricaded himself in his house and the swatter all there doing whatever with him. But then you find out it's like four blocks over. And I'm like, why are you four blocks over here stopping people from going over there? I get, like, there's precautions that need to be taken. Yeah. But four fucking blocks, and here you are, five blocks? I'm like... What it could possibly going be going on five blocks away that you need to protect people from? I'm like, I'm like, what is what is happening here? I'm 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 confused. I don't, I don't understand. Obviously, I'm not a tactical person, so I don't know. Speaking of like semi op bolts and op bucks, semi op bolts and bucks and op bucks and all that stuff. Uh, remember when thirty op forty uh, sidebar? But remember when our friend Jay Martin had that. Had that shotgun in high school. Oh, the turkey shells. The turkey shells. And I was the first one out of all of our friends to turn 18 so I could legally buy ammo. And I never forget when I went to Walmart to buy it. And I'm buying this shit at like 7.30 at night. And the guy slides both boxes over to me. He says, what are you hunting? And I'm like, turkey. <laughs> just, I just made it up. And he's, and he's like, well, turkey season's over. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, can I... I'm still gonna buy it. He's like, "Yeah, you can buy." It. So I just so I paid for it. My favorite thing we went about out that, in the woods and shot the shotgun. We went out in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and we were on that fucking dirt road. And what was the best part was watching Jay shoot it, and we were not aware that the fucking muzzle flash from that goddamn oh, thing. Oh, it was like a flamethrower. Yes, and Jay getting so excited and jumping in the air with it, and then all I remember is you motherfucker shooting it. And I all, never shot it. Oh, I it's thought Craig. you did. Craig oh, shot it. Was it Craig? It. Yeah. Because all I remember. Like the thing I vividly remember is hearing the, and then you guys all going, we gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> and we got in a car and we drove jumped, the fuck out of there. We took we were off. Pretty sure we killed something. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah. We were idiots. That's a good old Second Street that we used to go down because it was like really it was a road that was in between Topeka and Lawrence. And uh, if you got on it in Topeka, it took you almost all the way to Lawrence if you rode it all the way around. And uh, we used to go down it because it was just a creepy ass road. Plus, it was secluded. So if you wanted to get high, no one was going to be there. And uh, me, Travis, and Nate went down that one night. Uh, and we were just driving down it. And I got a fucking flat tire. And this is like at midnight. And first thing I thought was, man, my mom's going to kick my ass if she knows I'm out here. So I'd like, well, I better call my brother. Well, my brother, I knew, had to get up at like four in the morning to take my sister-in-law to the airport. So I felt really bad having to call that motherfucker. So he comes and gets us. He ain't happy. Takes us all the way back to Travis's house. And I have this discussion with Travis and Nate because I think they're fucking idiots. Because Travis says, I have a donut. I said, yeah, but I don't think your donut's going to fit my car. And Nate goes, it's a donut, Murray. They fit all cars. And I'm like, no, I don't think you understand how wheels work on cars. Because like the first thing that popped in my head was that I'm like, there's a reason there's different size tires and rims. Yeah, you can't. So, but you know what? I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about cars. I thought maybe he knows something I don't. So we get that fucking donut. We get in Travis's van, drive all the way back to where my fucking car is, and we find out that the fucking donut don't fit. And we think, all right, what the fuck ever? We're gonna get back in the van and drive back. This motherfucker's van, the battery died. So we're fucking stuck out here again. Oh, and now yeah. it's like one o'clock in the morning. And I have to call my brother again oh, to come I would get be me. So pissed. He oh dude, he was fucking mad. When he dropped me off, I just said, Hey man, I'm sorry. Thank you so much. He goes, Ah, yeah, whatever. And then I <laughs> shut the door and he Yeah, he did. He was fucking gone. He was so fucking mad. But I like my like what I wanted to do was just fucking take like see if Travis's fucking tire would fit on my car. I was I was willing to fucking jack his van up and see if that motherfucker would fit on my car just so I didn't have to call my brother. Yeah, but goddamn, I mean like, that whole fucking the argument, the donut. You yeah, know, that's why so you see a lot of like Honda Civic donuts on like Escalades. Oh, I was so fucking mad. <laughs> I was fucking yelling. I was like, I fucking told you it wouldn't fit. And I'm like, I I really thought like when he's like, it's a fucking donut, Murray. It'll <laughs> Fit. I'm like you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking made me so mad. Lots like, of lots of dumb arguments back in those days. Mm. We were a bunch of idiots. I, maybe we still are. Shit, no, I, I think. Know. Oh no, we are 100. <laughs> percent And and you know, like here, you know, you talk about like because we're dudes. It's one of those things that like I have. I constantly have to talk with like my oldest stepdaughter. She doesn't have a boyfriend. She never dated anybody in high school, all that stuff. And her reasoning was, she said, dudes are stupid. And I just had to sit her down one day, and I told her, I was like, let me explain something to you about they dudes. They don't get any better. We don't ever stop being stupid. Yeah. I said, I said, what happens is that, and I was like, I'm sure your mom can attest to this. You just have to learn how much stupid you can tolerate. <laughs> and that's how you determine who you can be with. I was like, I, I was like, I hate to break it to you. It's like, I'm 40 years old and I'm the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> I still do dumb shit. Say dumb shit. You tell, you're like, look, turn around. Look at all these toys and video <laughs> yeah. games I got. Uh, you would think a fucking 13 year old lives <laughs> yeah. down here. Yeah. Like when people but come, it doesn't, it's a 40 year old man. <laughs> well, no, that's why they always make the joke of like, somebody comes down here. It's like, Oh, is this your son's room? I'm like, no, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> It's my room. I think I just lie. I'm like, it is. Yeah. It is this room. Mm -hmm. No, I firmly believe that. I firmly believe women just have to like really debate within themselves <laughs> as to how much stupid they're really willing to tolerate. Because seriously, I like when people like there's a lady at work that has two boys and she did not like what I had to say when I said I feel like a, a, like an adolescent, <laughs> like it's like a male youth, like they're, they're, the entirety of their like, I'd say probably 14 is when it starts for most Clear up until somewhere in their 20s when they finally decide that maybe they need to grow up. It's like you spend the majority of your time doing anything and everything you can to get as close to being either arrested or dying. That's a, that's the majority of what you do. <laughs> you walk that edge, man. Yeah, you do. And, You're and on the edge. She's like, that's not what I want to hear. And it's like, I'm sorry, but like. That's what I did, and that's what all my friends did. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all have our moments where we're like, oh, no, this is too much. And I'm like, but the majority of it is just doing dumb shit and hoping we don't die or get arrested. Well, and also, I think a lot of it is uh, there's a lot of uh, trying to prove that we still got it kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, you know 100%. I mean? 
And uh, I mean, like I've gotten to the point now where I don't uh, like I. I I can't drink two days in a row anymore. I'm I'm going to Vegas and you know in July, and I'm thinking about like, can I do it? I I now I uh, I try like like last night I had a few and I well, I was and, wasted last night. That's really? why I'm still drinking <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, like, you got to get that hair of the dog the next day. Yeah. But like trying to get wasted again, and then that that day after that two day drinking in a row, it is in your forties. It is horrible. But I'm, I'm but I still try to every Saturday. I'm like I still got it, man. Oh no, I no, still no. got it. No, you like you said that whole thing of proving who's got it. Where where I really want to like what I want to know is that the guy who's the meathead when he's twenty. Or like 16 to 20, let's say that meathead guy. At, you know, I, I am in awe of that man if he's still a meathead when he's 40. And the reason I say that is is because the time and energy that it, it needs to be taken to be a meathead at 40, uh, I just don't got it. Like, I, like I don't. Like, when you said you, you're trying to prove, uh, do I still have it? I'm 40. I ain't got it. And I don't. Not, I don't have to prove it to and anybody. I'm not, and I'm not talking about. I'm like doing beer bongs at home by myself. Oh no, 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 no! no. I feel I'm like I'm doing a one man keg stand. You know, that's <laughs> like. But but you know, you go home, you have a couple beers, you know, or something, or you know, you drink a six pack and and hang out, and then the next day you wake up and you're just like, oh, why did I do that? And then Saturday comes around, and then some of uh, some of your other friends are like, hey man, let's hang out. So you hang out with them, and then Sunday, and you're just like, I'm just dead on Sunday. Well, yeah, but I think I feel like a male feel spends like a, a raisin on. Sunday. I feel like a male spends a huge portion of his life trying to prove himself to somebody or something. And I, yeah. I, I, I always wondered, like, what's the age where you don't give a fuck if you prove anything to anybody? And depending on your, your, your where you are in life, I, I, I feel like you do hit a point where you don't feel the need to prove anything to anybody. And yeah, and like me, I feel like at this point where I am, like being married, I feel like the only person I got to prove anything to is my wife. And really... If you ask me what do I need to prove to her, I couldn't answer that question because I'd be like, I don't know. I, I just to make sure I'm not an asshole to her and I take care of shit and do whatever. But really, I'm like, I, I do enjoy the fact like, you know, people are always like, oh, you're getting older. You're 40, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I really enjoy the fact that I don't have to give a shit about what you think or whatever. All I have to do <laughs> yeah. is, is pay my bills and buy yeah. and, and entertain myself and keep my kids alive. Yeah. I'm like I don't have to give a shit. <laughs> I like I like there's not like spending time with them. It's just like you alive? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. No. <laughs> Wink twice. No, no. I mean that's part of it. I mean, but like I'm saying, like I don't. I like I I really enjoy the fact that like I got to a point in my life that I realized that for the most part, like. I don't have to give a shit what other people think. You spend a huge portion of your life trying to be like the best word to be like the way it explains. You do spend a huge portion of your early life trying to be cool or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. And, and like, I feel like as you grow up, you realize that you don't have to do that. It's dumb. I thought it was dumb when I was younger and I was never trying to be cool. But at the same time, I never wanted to be like, like, completely uncool i guess is the way to put it like to the point to where i'm getting picked on or beat up or you know that kind of stuff but like oh man i'm glad it that's one thing that is is awesome about growing up you the whole being cool thing fucking goes out the door and you don't have to worry about it no more that's why i'm i'm fucking like in awe of the people who are out who are 40 years old or older and still try to act like they're hip and cool and into whatever you know and try and I'm like they're like that like trying to be that guy from a uh, Tiger King who's who was wearing all the affliction stuff that dude was like mm-hmm. damn near sixty and he was he was wearing those sparkly denim. the dude who came in and took over yeah, everything and he yeah. was wearing all those ripped up denim yeah, and, like, and he was wearing like the do rags with the uh, with like the Ed Hardy looking hats and stuff meatheads like, you're fucking sixty years old man yeah I don't I I don't like I I don't get that like I I I enjoyed that I'm forty and like we made jokes about like it looks like a fucking 14 year old boy lives down here in this room <laughs> but i enjoy that i'm 40 years old and like i like this shit this is the oh, shit i love yeah. just just do what you want man do what you like to do life's too, I th- honestly, life's too short but, man. but that's what i'm getting at man i think i gotta that, tell you i'm halfway in the tank tonight man <laughs> I, this is this is going down real smooth i think that if we would have figured out when we are like say 15 or 16 years old that exactly what you're saying there, like you know life's too short you just enjoy it i i think if if People in general would figure that out when they're that young. We'd be way better off as society completely. What I like is it sounds weird, and I, I've said this to people, to people before, and people are kind of, you know, like I just like that my friends are my friends, and and it's like you know we all you know since you know 
you know, everybody, you know, besides me has, has kids, you know, so, but like Adam and Robin, our friend, you know, have a, have a nice house and they have a finished basement with a pool table, you know, and a TV and everybody goes over there and pretty much hangs out every Saturday. And I look forward to hanging out with them, but also if they're like, Hey, we're going to stay in tonight or we got family stuff and I just stay home on a Saturday. I'm okay with it. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just stay home and I'll hang out here and catch up on some TV or movies or something or porn. you know, you know what I mean? Or some or, porn. Well, no, I don't watch that. I don't watch porn like it's a movie. Who? No, no I feel like you can. <laughs> I feel like whacking off. It's like, oh, I can always catch up on whacking off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't take very long. You know? <laughs> I don't light a bunch of candles and sprinkle rose petals all over my house, you know, before I beat off. <laughs> I gotta make love to myself. Yeah, yeah. I put on boys to men and and put on my silk robe. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you did. That's, that's like, that shit would be. You awesome. don't understand when West masturbates. It's a spectacle. It is a. It is. It's also kind of a rom com. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? I don't know. Is this none of this? Okay. None of this. We're twenty minutes in, and none of oh, I wanted to. I wanted to say. I wanted to tell this. Just this is just a real quick story, you know. Um, you know, with with seeing people do things, and like me with this raid, which I wouldn't say is observational because it was just right in your face. But today, I'm walking into Walmart, and I had to write it down in the American Zero notes. So I'm walking into Walmart, and this big buff dude is walking out. He's he's a black guy. He looks like Bobby Lashley from WWE. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. This dude is humongous. That dude's fucking massive. Yeah, this dude, and had this to be dude huge, was yeah. cut up. Like he was wearing, you know, he was wearing like the like the tight like a uh, workout shorts. Like he almost maybe got done at the gym and you could see the dude's quads like bursting through. I was like this dude is humongous. <laughs> it was just so it, it was hard to miss. They weren't quads, they were quadruplets. Yeah, yeah, it was hard to miss, right? So, I go into Walmart and I go and I the grab word. and I go and grab a uh, uh, the um the blue like basket you know the hand basket you can tote around because I was gonna just get a couple things and uh, and it's fucking packed like the line for the self checkout is like going all the way down yeah, the 37th main aisle. Street yeah oh man you know what though you know I'll say this that the. It- their self checkout is always like a mile long on one side, but if you look across the way, nobody ever goes to the other that, side. The, the, yeah, the one that's way down at the other yeah, end. Yeah. But even I, but I, I peeked down there, and even that one was packed. Hey, you know what? I am not a fan of the idea of getting rid of people as cashiers because you know you're eliminating jobs. But I ain't gonna lie, self checkout for everybody moves way fucking faster. It's way. It's ten times better. I'm trying to convince a lady I work with, you know. She's she's uh she's probably fifteen years older than us. She's probably in her fifties, and I'm trying to convince her. I was like, "You got to do." It. She's like, "I just don't like it. I'm used to the other way." And I was like, "I was like, if you Ugh. listen to me, if you go through this self checkout line and you get the hang of it, you freaking fly, man." Dude, I I you bag the stuff you want to how you want to bag it, and you get the hell out of there. It's so fast that I I get in line. There are times like the where like you know most WalMarts are structured the same way. And the the fruit and vegetable shit is all right by the door. Yeah. I shit you not. I can't tell you how many times I get there. The line's all the way over there. And I always bitch. But my wife says... I'll just get in line. It won't be that long. And I'm like, bullshit. And then, shit, I, I shit you not, I'm like less than five minutes. I'm already fucking like ready to walk out the door. I'm like, damn, it was way faster. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it does. It does fly. I mean, when you get in there. But this this line was pretty long, and I didn't feel like And the people that actually were in front of me looked like they were shopping for groceries for a month. You know, the piles and piles of stuff in their carts. Was it the beginning of the month? It is. It's it's the end. Well, it's April thirtieth. So today, uh, maybe, maybe they got their government. Yeah, money. they got their stuff, their checks, and that could be. Uh, well, anyway, but back to the buff. no offense. No, but back to the buff guy. <laughs> so I turn around. I say, "Man, forget this, man." I put my basket down. I come outside. You wrestled him. Yeah, and I said, "Hey, Lashley," and he turned around. And I don't even know if that was his name. He jumped off a turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gave him the elbow. Except I died like Owen Hart. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anyway, so I, so I, uh, rest in peace. So, so, so I thought it was so fitting. Anyway, the reason I just told, I was going to tell this story is because as soon as I walk out, I put the blue basket, I put the blue basket back. I walk out this big dude, this big, huge buff dude is helping somebody. And they're like, riggedy rankedy car that died, push it. 
And they're like, and they clearly asked him for help. And he's like, yeah, I can do it. And it was like this big, like white link, raggedy Lincoln town car that looked old as shit. It was probably like a 1998 Lincoln. And and he, and they were like, you could do it. He's like, yeah, I can do it. And so they put it in neutral. And this big dude is just pushing it as the guy is trying to get in and start it. And I was like, what timing? You know what I Wait mean? Your car breaks down. He's trying to push it and start it. Like, what was him pushing well, I, it? I don't I don't know if it was a stick. It probably wasn't a stick. It was probably automatic. That, that, that's why weekend. I was confused as yeah, to why that would work. I, I don't know what they were doing, you know, but the, the people who owned the car did not look like they, you know, they were, they were poorly looking people. I'm not and a not, car not guy. And even I know that yeah, that's not how that it. works. That's what I was wondering, too. It's like, that has to be an automatic. It's such a big Lincoln. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, you don't see any Lincoln sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Manual Lincolns. But I don't, know what, Lincoln was, I don't know what was going on, but the guy was pushing and the other guy was getting in it trying to drive. Maybe he was getting in it trying to steer it to a different spot or maybe, something. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But I just thought it was so Benefit fitting. Benefit of the doubt. What luck for these guys' car, big giant tank to break down and fucking the big Bobby Lashley dude just happens to walk by and can push it all the way, you know, <laughs> to where they needed it to go. Good for them. Good timing. They Lucky, must be one yeah. with Jesus. Well, maybe. Who knows? Maybe that's why he was there. I shit you not, man. Like Jesus sent him down. Talking, you, talking about like, like I don't, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a big religious guy, but like I told you I got a new job. And what's funny to me is that, like, I, I, while I'm not a big religious guy, I still have, like, religion, like, instilled in me from growing up a Catholic and all that kind of stuff. So I do have my moments where I do genuinely pray and, and like, talk to God. And I had, I'd say, over the last, like, two or three weeks where I'm, I shit you not, I don't ever have a, like, dear Jesus, bless my family, bless this. No, I have Jesus. When I die, I'm coming to fight you. Those are the conversations I have in my head. I'm like, I'm going to fucking fight God. I'm like, you make me mad. You're pissing me off. You're fucking up the world. You know, all that kind of stuff. And like, I've, I've had like very angry conversations in my head with God. Obviously, I don't get anything answered back. So it's just me being crazy in my own dome. But like, it's one of those things where like, I don't like... <laughs> know what to think because i like it like i keep thinking of the pay-per-view between you and god uh, and it's yeah. like comes out in this corner creator of worlds <laughs> <laughs> all this you know all these alkylates measly human being <laughs> and then it's like god versus collector of toys <laughs> 14-year-old boy inside, John Murray. And then it's just crickets on your side, you know? It's like, no, who, who's this no, no. guy? It's one of those things where, like, I piss and moan and I whine and cry. And, like, seriously, I don't fucking pray. I don't do whatever. And, like, I, like I've like i had, like, angry conversations, like, within my prayers and all that kind of stuff. And then, like, I shit you not, all of a sudden I got a new job. And I'm like, it's one of those moments where I'm He's like. He's like, I'll show you. Yeah. I'll show you. He, you baited him. That was good, dude. You know, you're like, are you around, God? Because you're like mocking. Like, I don't know. No, but, I, I'm making jokes. I mean, and, seriously, like, uh, my prayers are never answered. Yeah, <laughs> and, then no, like, yeah. and then he's like, oh, this is. He, he, like, he's like, this motherfucker got my goat, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show him who answers prayers. No, that's what went through my head. I start thinking like that kind of stuff and where I'm like, oh, there ain't no God. Like, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait. Uh, yelling in a second. Debbie. Debbie. Go answer Murray's prayer. <laughs> Put that number one. Anyway, Jesus, what are we talking about? No, no, no. I, that's what I'm saying. Like those are those moments where I'm just like, uh, I'm like, I, I, I literally, in my head, have these conversations where at the same time I'm like, that nah, ain't no fucking god. There ain't none of this and all this stuff. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, god damn, you are fucking down on then, yourself. No, man. no. Like I say that kind of shit. After I've had this angry conversation about fuck you, I'm tired of this stuff, I'm mad, I need some help. Then I get help. Like I literally get another job and then I start having this like Is God answering your prayers. Man? No, that's that, that's where I start having the conversation in my head now of like, is this really God answering my prayers? That's fucking weird that it was all that close together. I do wonder if Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like where I question God, but then something like that happens. Well, I think he's probably like, you know, he's probably thinking like he gets sick of I'm it. I'm dealing you know? with Ukraine, shut up. Or, or he's just like he's like, Oh, it's the same shit every day. It's like and I win the lottery. Oh my god, this and that. That and this the same thing. He might have said and that then, and then I he, never had no motherfucker say he, he's gonna fight me. Well then he's like he's like, Oh, all these believers, you know, and then he's like then he's like, Wait, this guy doesn't believe and now he's mocking me <laughs> proving myself no, to you no i feel like the god was just uh, like if there is a hell we're definitely going to there after oh this, i think so after this conversation no, I, I wondered if like god was like this motherfucker threatened me we had the conversation <laughs> before we started the show about like hey you know uh 
you know, uh, you know, I haven't hurt anybody. I pay my taxes. I'm I'm a pretty good overall guy. I should be able to get in. And then we just totally throw it in the shitter with this conversation. He's like, oh, remember on American Zero episode 146 where you mocked me? Yeah. You know, that that show you put out four times a year. <laughs> I I like I always I always imagine like how how like uh, disappointing it'd be like when you get there and they're like going down the list of things you did that are good. Like, well, we're at 1,072, but the problem you're going to run into is 1,073. Mm. You were an asshole to God. Yeah. And uh, that was it's it. St. Peter talking one, to you. Yeah, he's going like, through his one, ledger. One too many. Hot poker's in the ass for you. No, I really, like, question, like, I, 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 I seriously, like, I. everybody talks to themselves. Everybody has these moments and stuff. And, like, I seriously, like, it's those things that happen where, I like, I'm seriously, like, I shit you not. I made a joke at work, said, like, I'm going to fucking fight God when I get there. So I got a bone to pick with you and we're going to fight. And then I shit you not. A week later, I have an opportunity to go and better my life. What? If and, and I'm not and I'm not dude. I'm not a fucking God person or any of that kind of stuff. Clearly. That, and that's that's where those things happen. And I'm like, I'm like, man. Like, now, now I feel like I got another dilemma. I feel like, like the dilemma I have now is like, do I believe in God and feel like God gave me a gift, or do I feel like, no, nah, this is all just coincidence? I like, it's not like you're, you're like, I'm not like, it's like I'm not religious. I'm just not a God person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm simply saying it's just like I don't, I like, I don't really believe. I don't know is the best way to put it. Like, if there's a higher power, but then like I have this beef in my head. And I have this, what might be just a full-on imaginary conversation with God, and then all of a sudden, like, things do get better, or or an opportunity arises, and that's the shit that makes me go, man, what the fuck is going well, on? Well, to balance the scales, I mean, there's a lot of pieces of shit out there that have pretty good luck. Oh, no. That's <laughs> why I had a conversation with somebody, and they're like, I believe in karma. You can't do this and all that. And then I made an example. I've said, well, I know this one guy that seems to keep falling upwards. Everything just keeps benefiting him. He keeps shitting on people. And being an asshole to him, yet he just gets the best of life. I was like, to me, if this karma's son, real, bullshit. This son of a bitch slapped a baby and then won the Powerball the next day. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of shit where I'm like, karma my ass. <laughs> karma's bullshit. That's where I, like, I tend to believe more in just coincidence. Like, it just it happens to be happening that way. Uh, I feel like in my situation, the likeliness of it is more that I was so fucking pissed off that I started being more hyper aware of what was available to me and then fucking took the opportunity when it arose. Mm. That's probably more the likely scenario. But, you know, the goddamn I hope there's more than this to life is the is the, you know, the route I'd rather take. Well, you know what would be great is if you do. I, I I don't mean this in a, in a like a downer way. What but, a ridiculous co- fucking podcast! But but I don't mean this like in a downer way. But like uh, I'm kind of hoping that maybe we like die together. That way, if we go to the if we do get the pearly gates, like I'm there to watch you fight God, or like the the gates open and Saint Peter's like, well, you can come in if, and then God's got his robe and his gloves on. It's like da 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 da, and then God's like, you want to you want to be the champ? You got to beat the champ. <laughs> then you beat him, and then you're God. No, oh, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, and then you immediately like get out of here, Wes. You gotta be the man. You gotta beat the man. Go back to purgatory, and and uh, your life will be just you. What if? What if like the way? What you, if you're, you'd be like, Wes, go to purgatory, and, and you're gonna wait fifty million years, and it's just gonna be you losing at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking in my head, slots. What, if, no! what, if, what if your fight versus God is like you have options too? Like you get there and God's like, all right, I'm going to give you options. And like you got a whole list of like who you're at, like who he's going to be as you fight him. It's like in your list is like it's Mike Tyson, Ric Flair. This and you know, like people who are always like the egotistical, like yeah. man guys and all that stuff. Uh, speaking of Mike Tyson, uh, did you see the video of him punching the shit? Yes, on the, the guy plane? on the airplane. Did, now, did you watch the whole video where it shows that guy? I, and- did, I did not. I did watch him. The video I, I saw was real short but clipped up. So I saw the guy. Annoying him? Annoying him, but it wasn't real clear what he was saying. And then the next clip was Mike Tyson just wailing no, on him. No, I fucking died watching the whole video because the first part of the video is this guy being basically an asshole to Mike Tyson, which my whole argument has been like, I don't condone violence, but don't poke the bear. I, right? I mean, to me, that's that's like messing, like annoying a pit bull. Uh, it's messing with Sasquatch is what it is, man. Is that a, is that a reference? Is no, that, is yeah, that a it's good, the beef that? jerky thing, man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. 
<laughs> some reason I was thinking like here in the Hendersons, like did they mess with him a lot? I don't. No, the beginning. The beginning video is him messing with him. I forgot all about those beef jerky commercials. The 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 first part of the video is him messing with Mike Tyson. The next clip is him getting the shit beat out of him, and then the next one is the one I fucking died laughing at because it says, "Oh man, he got punched," and the dude turns his head and he looks all sad and disappointed. He's like, "He got," and the guy goes, "Oh, my boy got beat up by Mike Tyson just trying to get an autograph," and I'm like, "Okay." You just fucking filmed the video, admitting in the video that this dude is just fucking with Mike Tyson. Did you uh, did you ever hear what he was saying to him? Or oh no, you can hear him like yelling stuff. It, it, like to me, it was inaudible. Like, but oh, I heard maybe it was something about him teasing him because he was in coach or something. Maybe it was some, or something. I don't, like I, that, that. I, that I don't know. I thought I heard something like that. But it was like it was one of those moments where I'm just like, I don't like. I said I don't condone the violence. But at the same time, it's like you're being an asshole. Well, this day and age, too, you got to watch out because people are just baiting you into doing something. Oh, yeah. So they can and, sue you. Or- and it isn't just like – and my thing is I, – well, I say I don't condone the violence. And I and take – put aside that it's Mike Tyson. I want to put any celebrity in this particular situation. This shit has to suck. Once you hit that like peak level of like, you know, fame where everybody knows who you are and all that stuff, I get that you're famous. I get that everybody knows who you are. It's still fucking asshole for me or you to harass them for any reason under the sun. It's bullshit. I don't give a fuck who it is. If it's, you know, Will Smith, fucking anybody. I don't care who it is. I mean, it it doesn't matter. I think it's ridiculous that this, like, it's almost like what is it like some kind of entitlement that people think? Oh, you're famous, you owe me something. Yeah, I don't know what thing. it is. I don't give a fuck who walks through it. Like if Jay Z fucking walked through, like walked by me, as much as I would love to be like, holy shit, it's Jay Z. I, I like, I still wouldn't want to bother him because, like in my head, what I, what I, what goes through my head is that. That dude probably gets bothered a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think about that also. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the same way. I don't I don't I don't want to ever bother him. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be bothered if I was in their position. You no, know? that's why. Like, if if I ever had the opportunity to meet any of these people or doing that stuff, I, at the most, I just want to be like, man, fucking love what you do. Thanks a lot. End of story. You know, don't go beyond that. Yeah. I don't need to be ridiculous. I don't need an autograph. I don't need none of that shit. I mean. I like that's the that's the thing like about like you know movie stars or or musicians or, or or any of that stuff. My opinion has always been like I really fucking appreciate the fact that you fucking bring so much fucking enjoyment to my life. I mean, and that that that's what's awesome about it. It's like, but I wouldn't want to fucking harass him for an autograph or be an asshole about stuff. Like one of the best things I've ever seen is like there's a video of Dave Grohl. And this guy's like saying, "Can we get an autograph?" And Dave Grohl's like, "I don't do autographs no more because uh, you know, like he goes unless it's for charity because they always end up on eBay. Mark Hamill's oh, or Mark really? Hamill's the same way. Mark Hamill will not do autographs unless they're personalized because he does not want them to be on eBay. People just take him and selling them. Yeah, and uh, Dave Girl's like, I don't do it. And this guy, and they they keep hounding him and hounding him. And Dave Girl says, I don't do it unless it's for charity. And the guy's like, Well, you were doing autographs just the other day. And Dave Girl goes, All right, listen, man. And then he goes. See ya, and turns around and runs off. He just ran. <laughs> he just he jumped, ran. Yeah, and then jumps in his car and leaves. Yeah. I fucking died because I was like, amazing. I was like, I wouldn't even be upset. I'd be like, that was fucking awesome. That's a good interaction, go, yeah, yeah. yeah, he just goes, see ya, and yeah. then turned around and ran off. But and, and, like, I get it. Like, I, I, I can't even fucking imagine what it's like to be a celebrity, man. Like to be hounded all the time and fucking bothered by that kind of shit. And the fact that, like, oh my god, the the, the fucking antagonize. One of the most volatile celebrities ever. That to is exist. the thing. It's like, how do you not know Mike Tyson? I mean, if you even know anything about Mike Tyson, that the guy can snap on you. Like he that. struggled. Like this is a man that has documented his struggle with like trying not to be that guy, I re- and then you go push him to be that guy. To me, that makes you even double the asshole. You know, he's Adam Carolla has interviewed him a couple times, and he was always, you know, he's oh, you know, really friendly. With with Corolla, but Corolla said that on his show when they talked about this story, he was like, you know what, Mike nice Mike Tyson is a nice guy until he's not. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and that's how quick it no, is. I loved like like on Reddit when the video got posted. Like one guy's first the first post that got the most votes was like Mike Tyson is easily on my top five lists 
of people I would never want to be I don't, punched by. I don't even. I would never even go up to Mike Tyson and say like we were talking about doing like the uh, like if you saw Jay Z in an airport. No, I, I wouldn't. Say, no, that's the thing. You misunderstood. Like, no, 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 no. I wouldn't stop or interrupt him. I'm saying if I had the opportunity where I was allowed to talk. Yeah, to Yeah, or I, like if I. But I'm saying like if I say we're talking about just as Jay Z an example, and he walked by, and I would say you would say Jay. Love your stuff. I I might do that. Yes, you yes, know? yes, uh, yes. I mean, I mean, that's what I meant. I yes. mean, I'm sure he's used to that kind of stuff, but I wouldn't stop for a pitch or anything. But you never know. Even even with lesser celebrities, you never know. It might make them feel good. Like, hey, maybe they're doing something right. You never know what anybody's going through. But Mike Tyson, keep it moving. I I would never say shit. I wouldn't even say you're the champ, Mike. I wouldn't say anything to Mike Tyson. Well, like you know, you're talking about that. I watched a thing like where uh, DMX was talking about being hounded, going through places, and like in the video they showed of him being bothered, a guy walked through and. Just yell, DMX, love your stuff. And he talked about that dude and said, that's what I would prefer. Like, like yeah. you know, like, I, I appreciate that. Um, I I just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't, like, I I don't feel entitled enough to feel like any of these people owe me something. On I the don't. same way, I just feel like I wouldn't want to be bothered either. But anyway, let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back after these bathroom breaks. I'm angry. I'm so mad at a bunch of stuff. Mama didn't love me enough. I'm angry. With side issues. <laughs> so, um, let's start off with what I have here. I, I, okay, I, does that at the end, does it say with side issues? What's it no, say? It says west side. That's oh, says. west side issues. West I side? Oh, west side issues. Okay. For some reason, I can't think it was said with side issues. No. I was like, there's side issues? No. That's that. I don't know why that just... I never asked that. No, I think I just, I just, I think like, I just let it slide. There's no point to it. I was just making it. I get it now because it's the music and stuff, but for some reason I was like, look, I'm a fucking idiot. I do shit like that all the time. <laughs> I was, we I had, all are. So I get made fun of by our friends because I I added extra syllable in Disney. I, I, I Somehow they put this. Is it Disney? Up. Yeah, I say I say Disney for some reason. I add like an A, but if you can't, I don't know if you can hear it. Disney. No, I, I That's how I say it regularly. Like I got Disney Plus. Sound, you can, like, sound like Disney to me. Yeah. Well, our friend Robin always makes fun of me because she's like, you put an I A got in the there. Disney. And yeah, yeah. And I was like, I guess I do, but that's just how I say it. I don't know. But then we're talking about like I'll, I just let stuff go forever. But I didn't realize until I mean I realized a long time ago. But forever Barnum Barnum and Bailey. That's not Barnumum. Yes! You know how many people say that yes! wrong? Yes! Yeah. I, I forever thought it was Barnum and Bailey. Barnum yeah. and Bailey. I never no, no, you're not. Yeah, but the thing is, Bailey. I think you should feel so bad. So that was, so that's a. No, because I used to get mad because one of the commercials when they would come around to Pika uh, would say Barnum and Bailey. And I was like, it's not Barnum and Bailey. It's Barnum. It's and, and like, I was like, it's even in the commercial. Yeah, no, I think that's a common thing. Okay, good. I don't feel, don't so feel bad. bad there. All right. Um, so. I don't have more examples, but I'm sure you're going to get where I'm coming from. And where, where this is so fucking annoying to me because Dateline is like the king of this shit where they they start off with like their because I listen to the pot like they turned a TV show into a podcast. I heard about that. Yeah. And uh, I enjoy it because it's. But it's basically the it, show. No, it's just a TV show. As a pot. As yes. All the yeah, audio. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. just rerunning the audio. And uh, the only reason I listen to it is because I'll be at work, and when I run out of stuff to listen to of my normal podcast, and I just and I don't feel like listening to music, it's it's a real easy listen because it's always interesting, you know, crazy murder shit. Oh, who sure. Do, you know, who whatever. Who doesn't like true crime? Yeah, and uh, but what they do on this, it'll be like, it'll be like a man, you know, murders a blah, blah, blah. He worked in a pharmacy, and then this is what they say. It's like, and what you end up with is a prescription for murder. (laughs) (laughs) I love that stuff. And I'm just like, okay. I'm like, who writes this shit? Like, who writes the prescription for murder quotes? Or it's like, like, like she found out she had cancer, but before it could take her, she was diagnosed with murder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, and, and like I was just like thinking about it, like, and I said, "Where I say I have an issue with it, while I enjoy it, it's just like, who writes this shit? Like, who's I like, love that stuff, I'm man. a genius, control S, saved." I I bet you there's somebody that's like, like just kind of writing and working on it. And they're like, "I got something," <laughs> and, they go, and they run over to the other room. He's like, "Let me pitch this to you real fast." Yeah, like whoever killed this person clearly was right-handed. It was like maybe this was their last rights. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, I, I just don't understand who has these like cheesy fucking lines. But here's my problem. Here's where my issue lies. 
it's like I like the the clever little line or whatever. I'm like, I'm fine with that, but you're you're inserting it into like in a story about somebody's murder, like somebody's death. Yeah, it's, it's one thing if CSI, yeah. a made up TV show, does some fucking stupid pun or some bullshit like that. But this is real. Yeah, it's a true like, story. I'd be mad if you're my mom got sensationalizing it. Yeah, yeah. You're... I'd be mad if my mom got murdered by like some fucking dump truck driver and like <laughs> the, dump, and... the dump truck killer. <laughs> yeah, and like they were like <laughs> and like and they're like Deb Ramirez took out the trash one last time. Oh, that you know, is good. I'd be like fucking that pissed. Is good. I'd oh, be like, this is bullshit. I would love to be a sleazy like TV producer and be like, that's gold. <laughs> but <laughs> as a fucking victim, I'd be mad. That's oh, sure. insane. Sure, but they. Don't care. No, it's just like that's they're the like, of, oh, you're a victim. You're one watcher. I, I just wonder, like, who have these, you seen the ratings for this show? That's what I'm saying. I wonder who these people are who write this shit and think they're fucking geniuses. Because really, it's it, like you said earlier. You mentioned the the the, the term low hanging fruit. One hundred percent. It's all low hanging fruit. But some guys getting paid a shitload of money to do something that me and you could sit down I, and fucking whip out fucking quips like I nothing. Love, I just made up shit here as we're speaking. I'm so in love with the dump truck killer. I'm so. <laughs> It's like, how do you know he's killing me with a dump truck? He's dumping the bodies. Everybody dumps bodies. What do you mean? No, this guy really dumps them. This trash man took out the trash one, one last time. One last time. Yeah, I'm mean, like, I just, I, I don't know. It bothered me because every single fucking episode starts off with, uh, they tell you a little bit about the story. And then, like I said, then they take one little tiny part of the story, and like this guy was a pharmacist in this one, and it said it was a prescription for murder. It's beautiful. I'm like, Jesus Good Christ. Stuff, I love I it. would feel like a jackass having to read that shit, though, for like a fucking monologue. Or I think those guys, the. The reporters, because you know, like Lester Holt having to read that shit. Well, like you know, Bill Hader does that does that impression of I I don't know the guy's name at the top of my head, but he did that impression of the Dateline guy that always seemed like he was happy to talk about murder, <laughs> and he was like, oh, you know, like yeah. she did a murder and she died, yeah, you know, like yeah. there was blood on the scene. You know? <laughs> yeah. it's like, I can't do it. I can't. You know, I vaguely remember it. No, but, it is. It's that but way. But those too. guys, but those guys do. You know, they do the voice. The guys who cover the story do the voiceover. But so they probably love it but it's fucking ridiculous like and you know you talking about like him like talking as if he loves this stuff they do that and, oh, and i'm sure they actually write it too and, and then you'll be like listening to it and the things they say it's like and it turns out he was molesting her daughter yeah. you know it's like like, that, that, that's the joke. Like they're almost happy about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, why are you fucking enjoying this? They're like, like, oh, their story gets worse. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, it turned, and Sandy found out news she didn't want to know. Wanted to know. Anyways, this is my bad English. But it's like her husband was having a relationship with her sister. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, why? You're like they say it like, <laughs> you <Yeah>. dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's great. No, I, I like I, I enjoy listening to the show, but it's like, come the fuck on. And then, man, if Dateline of all shows, like what blows my mind about that show is like it's a long ass running show. It's been on for fucking ever. And has it been on longer or as long as Law and Order? <laughs> fuck, I don't know. But the thing that cracks me up about it is, is like people continue to watch it despite the fact that like, here's a perfect example. The, the 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 TV show or movie or whatever or, or miniseries or whatever is what about Pam came out talking about the chick that is like is that the one with the Renee, Renee Zellweger? Zellweger? Yes, they just did another episode about her, her her on that show, and that's what cracks me up about Dateline. Dateline is like the fucking TMZ of fucking like murders because they like you already know. Every single goddamn thing known to man about OJ, but these motherfuckers five years later will still do another fucking episode about Nicole Brown and all that they'll, shit. They'll be like, with added information, <laughs> yeah. and they'll go through the whole story we all know, and then they'll be like, her cousin was in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. And, that's and her the way cousin that, had some problems. Yeah, like, they'll do shit like that where I'm like, I'll be listening to a Dateline episode, and I'll be like, have I listened to this already? And then they'll mention halfway through the show, and when we did this story the first time, yeah. it's like, what the fuck? And There's, that's what they did with the What About Pam shit. They had already covered this shit, like, multiple times. I, I don't know that story at all, because I don't watch a lot of Dateline. Well, no, I just knew it, because I listen to true crime shit every once in a while, and that, that story's, like, fucking beat to death. 
Uh, but there, what, did she, what did she do? Did she kill her neighbor? Or uh, no, no, no. There friend? was there was a woman who ended up getting killed, and the husband ended up getting like put in jail for it. And basically, what happened was is after that, he fought it. He ended up getting out, and then she ended up murdering another guy. Try and then tried to frame it up like this guy was hired by the husband of the woman she killed. Oh, to. Like, you know, she tried to set it up to look like she was me like it was a murder for hire situation. Now she never got convicted or or, or or like tried for the other woman's murder, but it's kind of like oh, that bitch killed her. How did she kill him? Who the guy? But both of them. Um the woman was stabbed like a whole shitload of times. Yeah, that's in a her, that's a thing of passion. In her house. And I don't remember how the dude I don't remember, anger. I don't think the dude I can't remember how the dude was killed. But they they were able to prove that she like set that whole thing up to make it look like a murder for hire type thing. Mm. And the shitty part is, it's like the guy that like that was the husband of the woman. She that that it's pretty obvious that she killed him, uh, killed her. Uh, that that guy's fucking entire like life has like been you know he got out of prison. He got he he got acquitted all that stuff. But it didn't matter. Ruined his life with his stepchildren. All kinds of shit just fucked oh, up. Like I and I, it, it, it's like mind blowing. This shit happens. It's like. It, like when you hear about it and like see it, it's it, it dude, it's shit that you're like could just be a, like it's movie shit. It, it I, really is. You know, it's wild as you we're talking about Dateline and how long they've been on and you know, going strong for so long all the time. And then you think about, man, I'm starting to lose faith in society that this show has gone on so long with all these crazy murders across the country. You know what I mean? And they're getting so much mileage out of it. Like, man, this shit happens all the time? Dateline debuted March 31st, 1992. Yeah. Like, god damn. So, yeah, that's about that's about law and order, right? That's about law and order time. Man, that is crazy. But, yeah, they, they get a lot of mileage and a lot of crazy stuff. And, and, and I'm like, god, how much crazy? Two years after law and order. Oh, okay. How much, you know what I mean, though? But how much crazy shit? You know, like... That's what I'm saying. Is like you think about it. They've got all these stories. Oh, they got endless up. amounts of how yeah. much crazy shit goes on in this country. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's fucking amazing. And the thing is, their episodes are are never like me and you got into a fight. I stabbed you, kind of stuff. It's always it, like, but little did you like. They'll start off with that, but little did money you laundering. Know. Yeah, ten, year, ten years of adultery. Yeah. Thirty six years of this. This guy has two lives. He had a legal casino in his shed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like mind blowing. Like it was like he was an airline pilot that was living two lives. You know. He, yeah. He it was flying by the seat of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> they thought he was in control. Uh, Apple S flying by the Boom. seat of his pants. Apple S hundred thousand dollar year salary. I'm worth it. That's when the guy. That's when that's when the guy's typing. He's he's typing and it's flying by the seat of your pants. Eureka! He <laughs> rips it off the typewriter and runs into the runs into the narrator. He boat. throws that shit behind him like I don't know if he's like Lester. Read this. It, it reminds me of uh, Murder She Wrote, like how the guy who uh, like the production company always had to add. Uh, I mean the the thing at the end of the show where the guy was typing through his paper in the air and then it, like turned yes. into the animation. Yeah, the uh, the production. Well, company. speaking of uh, of that show, do you know Angela Lansbury is still alive? No. Yes. Like and I then, thought she died. No, this is what cracks me up is the other day my wife goes, Angela Lansbury's still alive. And even I went, What? She's still alive. Went to work, started asking people, Do you know Angela yep. Lansbury's still alive? Still alive. And everybody was like, Holy shit. She's ninety seven, it looks like. Yeah. Wow. Did not know that. I thought Damn. I, yeah. I was like, Holy shit. Good for her. Murder she live. <laughs> Control S. <laughs> Word document saved. Okay. All right. Okay. So I have an issue. It's it's really stupid, but I'm just gonna. Where she live? <laughs> but uh, it's really stupid. But you know, I I told you a few weeks ago I watched The Fly because I don't think I've ever seen The Fly in its entirety. I mean, the, my the, kids watched that like about a year ago. Yeah, and and I was it's like, a kids movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a gross kid. Okay, to clarify, my kids are fucking almost. My my youngest daughter is almost sixteen, so it, she was okay. It's an awesome movie. 
I, I disagree. Oh, I, fuck you. I don't think it's awesome. Oh, I, I think it I, is. I think it's good. I don't think it's awesome. Oh, I think it's fucking awesome. All right, well, fuck me. Yeah, anyway, fuck you. Anyway, but I text you. Remember, I text you, and I was like, God, I, I forgot how gross this All of Cronenberg shit. stuff's gross. And that's what you said. We're like, well, it's Cronenberg, so. And I was like, well, excuse the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah, all this stuff's disgusting. But I'm watching this movie. I'm thinking to myself. Do you not remember being angry because you had to spend an entire podcast episode reviewing Videodrome? And that did pop into my head, vagina chest in my head. When that movie they, was fucking when gross. When they slid the tape Dude, into it. You, was it James Wood's chest they slipped it into? Yeah. I think so. Because, uh, like, that, that movie's ridiculous. And then there's uh, um, Naked Lunch, which is fucking mind-boggling. I've never seen that. Dude, that movie's awesome, but it's, like, mind-blowingly bonkers. I mean, let me, like, within the first 10 minutes, you got a fucking, like, typewriter that turns into a giant, like, bug and talks to you out of its asshole. Maybe I have seen that. That it's, sounds familiar. It, it's a fucking nut, nutty movie. It's it, weird. It's weird. Something that specific just it, is it just is hazy in my head. Now, you got to understand, Naked Lunch is a movie that's based off of William S. Burroughs' book that is about William S. Burroughs, like, all his time when he was on, like, I think it was heroin is what he was on. And it, now, no, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure that when the movie came out, William S. Burroughs was all excited about it, saw the movie, Hold and on. it was like everything you're saying. I'm putting it on Twitter right now. <laughs> don't quote, uh, don't quote me, but go continue. Um, uh, but I'm pretty sure William S. Burroughs was even like the movie was even crazier than like his book, and he was like, no, this is not represent <laughs> rep representative <laughs> of my property. Yeah, it was uh. Yeah, the movie's fucking nuts because, like I said, it's about like like the the book is about Burroughs being on like heroin and all this crazy shit. But like, there's a scene in the movie where like he's talking about like, oh, here I have all this like the like the the body parts in my bag, and he shows the bag, and the people look into it, and it's really just typewriter parts. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you do. And he's like, yeah, I got it. I mean, it's it's fucking nuts. Like I said, there that starts off early on with a bug talking to you out of his asshole. So. In the fly, uh, Gina Davis's boss slash ex lover. Both? Uh, no, no, it's both. It's both. Boss yeah. slash ex boyfriend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's clearly a creep because she broke broken up with him, and she comes home, and he's just like in her apartment showering, you know, which is a fucking weird move to do. Like, hey, I'm gonna win you back by using the key you gave me and just taking a random it, shower in the afternoon. It's like he still hadn't realized. Oh yeah, we broke up. Yeah, but they it's weird, so they clearly make him out to be this creepy, you know, overly aggressive ex-boyfriend that wants to get back with her. But then there comes a point in the movie where she's dating Jeff Goldblum, and he has done the fly thing by himself, and he starts turning into the fly. She's clearly trying to help him and reach out to him, and this dude is still trying to get with her. Then she gets pregnant by... Gold Bloom Fly guy, and maybe pregnant with his maggot baby or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. <laughs> but this guy's still all in on Who her. ends up being Eric Stoltz in The Fly, too. Yeah, and then ends up still... Terrible movie. Still being all in on Gina Davis. Yep. Then he actually goes over there with her and gets a look at Jeff Goldblum, who is a ghoulish creature, and is like, still... Was it Grendel? Is that what, he's, what he called... What he calls himself, I don't remember. Oh, what, what Jeff Gold when he when he turns into the fly. Yeah, I don't remember. But I'm like, when does this dude stop being out on Gina Davis? <laughs> like, why do I want to be with a woman who clearly's not into me, but is into this guy who's turning into a fucking fly? No, it's. <laughs> I like your. I don't know if you're distracted by what you're looking up on your phone, yeah, or you're, Brundle or fly. you're early on a, or you're like, or his name Seth. His name's Seth Brundle, and then he ends up like going into like Grendel Fly. I don't know. It's weird. But anyways, no, 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 my, no, 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 no. You're what you said is is like in my. I head. I don't know if I stumped you, or you're just too busy looking up shit on no, your phone. No, no, no. Your whole thing of like when does he stop being in the Gina Davis? It's it's kind of like I'm like oh man, it's almost like it's uh. I don't know if the word is metaphor or whatever it is for like real life where you got dudes who are like so hung up on a chick that she'll be dating the most grody piece of shit no guy known to man and then but then the ex dude is still hung up on her and can't let her go. You know, and they're like, Hey man, you wanna go out and get some beers tonight? Me and the fellas were going out and seen you in a while. It's like, nah, I gotta take this chick that I'm into to the abortion clinic so she can get rid of this 
maybe fly baby she has inside of her. Yeah, I, a winner, you cut my winner, you out on this chick, man. It, it was Brindle fly because his last name's <laughs> Brindle. But anyways, no, you would have that to. That was really bothering. It was, you. but like, no, no. My whole thing is, is like, what you're saying is, is that uh, if if I'm into Miranda, my wife, and and she's like dating some dude who's turning into a fucking uh, clearly a mutant creature thing because whatever. Um, and I keep saying, Hey, you need to abandon this situation. And she doesn't, <laughs> I'm out. Right. There's no question about it. Like, now, now like, look, like I might have low self-esteem, but not to fight for a chick who's into ghoulish looking creature guys, you know? I mean, it'd be one thing if the guy was a werewolf. Werewolves are kind of kick then, ass. Okay, okay. And then let, let's let's say there's this. a whole like save a guy, you know, like, let's hey, I'm here for you. I'm going to chain you up when the moon comes out. Yeah, but here's thing. the other thing, too, is that they're, you know, okay, that one guy clearly was in love with her and she's in love with Jeff Goldblum's character. Yeah. Here's my problem I'm in love with a woman who's in love with a mutant fly thing. <laughs> I'm going to question why isn't the woman calling the police or the ambulance people or the whoever? The ambulance people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was like my good words. My good words here. Hello, ambulance people. <laughs> yeah. Hello, ambulance people. Basically, what I'm getting at you you drive the ambulance, right? What I'm getting at is why are some emergency services people of some sort being called by either of the two? Be it Jeff Goldblum's, I mean, excuse me, Gina Davis or her lover. Because I sure as fuck would. As soon as I saw Brendel, I'd have been like, "Ooh, I got to call the de- like the fucking an exorcist or the, or a fucking EMT." <laughs> an exorcist. Because what's going on here? I would love the priest to show up, and he's yeah. like, "This guy doesn't need an exorcist. You need some fucking raid." Uh, yeah, <laughs> this dude. I'm like, he doesn't need a priest. I'm like, you need to call nine one one or NASA. I mean, you got to figure this shit out because what's going on here? You better call Schindel for this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't not a rosary can do for this guy. Yeah. I, I I mean I'm just saying I would have called somebody in some emergency type fucking situation. You know what would have been great is if they were to lured like like Jeff Goldblum out of his apartment and then someone snuck in with like a giant like a flytrap roll and just, <laughs> and just hung it in his corner and then next thing they came in he stuck to it. Hey, and the you know there's another thing that always bugged me about that movie though is like towards the end of the movie he's still like. Okay, he's not like once he's fully like once his skin is like the worst to get like what I mean is once he is as a human at the worst he is before it rips off and he becomes the fly thing. The part, That's the grossest part. The, the part that bothered me about that, though, was is that he was still like like he still had human characteristics like, you know, like language like language. I mean, because he wasn't completely talking towards that part. But I'm saying he still was able to talk and still had human characteristics. But then his skin comes off and he's just a full on fucking fly. Yeah, he just. And goes, I'm like, wait a minute. He goes like some sort of weird, like, almost, I, I, almost like a butterfly metamorphosis. Like he's he's human still. Well, I mean, he, he's not, but he you, he's still got a face. And then all of a sudden, all that stuff just rips off and it's like a, he's a giant fly. But yeah, yeah but that's, here's where my problem is. Is that this it, is it's really like, racking your brain. I wish people could see Murray right now. He's got his fingers. No, on his, because now I'm thinking about temples. it. It's because he goes from being like <laughs> capable of speech and things like that. And even having finger movements. To being full on mutated fly thing when his skin comes off. And like what's racking my brain is that I'm sitting there thinking about like the logic behind the character. It's like, no, he shouldn't have been able to do any of that stuff. Like, cause now you're just making it seem like he was just a fly wearing human skin. And that's the part where I'm just like, okay, now wait a minute. The logic behind this movie is getting like, don't get me wrong, the logic behind it's fucking flawed anyway. But it's like getting more and more bonkers. And and when you don't think it's awesome, these are the things that make me feel like it's awesome. <laughs> if you want to hear someone break down the logic of the fly, come on down and listen to American Zero podcast. Quarterly. We, uh, quarterly. <laughs> this episode will be out in October. <laughs> we don't know what year yet. <laughs> uh, where are we at on time? Oh, I don't know because we I left it. We're, we're probably like about an hour in. Oh, uh, okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Hey, yeah, I have something I wanted to see if okay. you've ever heard. All right. Because this is like by far one of the dumbest fucking things. American I, Zero, what have you heard? American Zero, what have you heard? So, Herschel Walker is running for oh, office. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Herschel Walker. And I mean, 
I like I've heard a lot of like dumb shit that this dude has said, and he was running for the Senate. And I, what state? Uh, that's the one where I'm, I'm gonna like, say, I guess Texas, Atlanta, oh, so, Georgia, so Georgia. No, that's, no, excuse me, I say Atlanta's Atlanta AP. Atlanta's a state. Yeah, it was Georgia. No, 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 no. no I was saying he's in Atlanta, so it's, I, yeah, I was sorry. I was associating, so I was trying to get to doing your state math. I got but anyways, you. yes, that's basically what I was doing. Is state math. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what I was doing. <laughs> as dumb as it sounds. So, anyways, he's uh, he was running for office, and here's something that like like did you hear this? This is a quote from him. At one time, science said man came from apes. Did it not? If that is true. Why are there still apes? Think about it. <laughs> I, everybody, everybody applauding. Yeah. I, 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 I wish Some I could. Some guy in the crowd's like, he's no, got, I wish there he's was got a, a point. Yeah, he's I wish there a was point. a recording of that like thing because I wonder what like, people said because I'm just like, oh, my God. And I guess where where my, like, it's the, I just brought it up because I want to see if you heard it because even you, like, your laughter is what, like, <laughs> That's how I felt when I read it because like the first thought I had was is like there's still somebody somewhere supporting this guy like oh I think he'd be good in office I I think this logic is sound it, it, it makes complete sense and I'm like you know in my head I'm I'm sitting there like just the the, the uh, man you're you're really racking your brain tonight uh, dude. No. You're, no, it, it really like, dude, no, no, you know, let me scratching get into your temples no, it's and because, holding your face. Yes, let me explain you why. I haven't been able to think straight. I can't tell if you're full of rage or confusion. Both. <laughs> I, I, I have like because of work stressing me out and like quitting my job and all this other shit going on. Like, there's been so much fucking bullshit going on through my head that I thought like telling everybody, like finally unveiling to everybody, I'm quitting. That I thought that would relieve some stress from me that, like, okay, finally it's off the table. You know, from your old job. Yeah. Not the podcast. No, yeah, no. It didn't. It just made things worse. Like, to the point where I'm struggling to even talk at times, where I'm stuttering and can't say shit I normally, like, I just can't get words out of my mouth. And it's fucking pissing me off. Like, I cannot, like, everything is fucking eating me alive right now. I'm just like, God damn. Ah, man, I figured you'd just be like, fuck it. I got a new job, and you're just going to start showing up to, like, work in a Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I felt like that's what was going to happen, but it didn't. Instead, I quit my job. It bummed everybody out. Now it's fucking ruining my life. Start doing a little coke out of here. <laughs> you get a little coke. I wanted no. I wanted to be like the office where I come to work like Michael Scott and drinking scotch and just walking yeah. around and fucking being like I've got immunity. You put, know, like whatever. Putting your leg up on the desk so your crotch is just kind of right there in front of people. No, they say you got those pills ready yet? I just got, got shit. I got ready. loose shorts on, so my balls are just hanging out. Yeah. Yep. I, I thought that's what it was going to be. It's not. Stan, I'm more stressed out. I can't speak English, and here I am at a fucking podcast and can't even get my brain to you think right. You ain't about that English shit. I, I, I'm not feeling well. I'm about to call them ambulance people. Mm-hmm. Get them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> the ambulance people. I've around said the ambulance people. What the fuck, man? I'm telling you, I can't think straight. I can't do anything right right now. You're unraveling, people. man, right before our eyes. Oh. oh, yeah. I feel like I'm like a fucking mummy. Like we're like it, like it's unraveling. And I'm just turning into fucking dust. And I got blowing you. Yeah, away. I'm just pulling on you. Yeah. I'm pulling on your bandages, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm on f- your gauze, your dusty, <laughs> yeah. dirty gauze. Yeah. Your fucking stained gauze. Ambulance people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's end this shit. <laughs> Well, stay clean, stay focused. And don't get retarded. And if you're not feeling well, call the the ambulance ambulance people. people.